Hey, Hi. hey guys. Welcome to Sci-Fi Book Club Podcast. Yeah. There's got to be a simpler name, actually. Well, well you know, we'll come, don't force it. Okay. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Book Club Podcast. Uh, we're broadcasting here from the Galactic Center, the center of the galaxy, where uh, there uh, we found an old abandoned spaceship outfitted with uh, podcasting equipment. No televisual equipment, which I thought was strange. Strange. Just audio. Right. And Wi-Fi. There's also Wi-Fi in this. Yes. Who's paying that bill? Exactly. That's actually a confusing question. Taxpayers. (laughs) (laughs) Your tax money is going to to this. That's right. So we've... we've, uh, citizens of the galaxy. Yeah. All all taxpaying citizens of the entire galaxy, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... uh, we uh, we we've uh, got it back up and running, and we're we're podcasting the Sci-Fi Book Club mm-hmm. to the entire galaxy. Everybody needs to hear it right now. It's important. Uh, uh, John John Love, uh, who's who's part of the Sci-Fi uh, Book Club officially, uh, is is being transmitted in via holographic projection. Beamed in. Yeah. Uh, not not actually here. You can. You can see, you can see me. I'm glowy. Not, not really here though. How, how would you describe how you think you look in your? Can you see your? When you look down, can you mm-hmm. see in your holographic projection? When you're looking down, like you are right now, mm-hmm. can you see your holographic hands? I can. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're, you know, they're pretty see-through. Have you ever seen uh, Star Wars? We're talking about movies. Star Wars. That's a movie. It's yeah. Kind of like you know, Princess Leia. She's sort of see-through. She seems she was unaware. Uh, with uh, Arch- yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I can see myself. Yeah, okay. Um, which is the cool, cool thing about when Tupac got got a, got a hologram because you know he's dead. He's he can still see he'll still see himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be weird. That would be weirder than since I'm already alive. Now it's you know it's not any different. What color are you? Uh, in your holographic projection, blue, not in real uh, life. Slightly blue, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, they, they seem to be that way most of the time. You're coming. Who made that decision? You're coming through. You're coming through pretty aqua um, here. Okay. When I'm sitting here looking at your projection, sure. I would say it's a little more aqua. Um, well, uh, I'm okay with that. Aqua had a great song called Barbie Girl. Uh, <laughs> and now, hopefully, that's in everybody's head. That's what I meant. Mm. You're coming through as if you were the, the performer, aqua, or in Barbie and Barbie Girl. Uh, That's okay. Yeah, I feel like a Barbie girl. <laughs> Holographic projection will do that to anyone. Of course. So the uh, the uh, first matter of business for Sci-Fi Book Club uh, in this episode is to uh, to get to a book. And this episode we have read to get to a book. Whoa. Yeah, at some so point. My, uh, my hologram <laughs> broke down there. What's your What's your hologram doing there? Uh, I don't know. I was spitting out some sort of weird. I'm assuming radioactive gas. Um, I, I know. I don't know. This is not my ship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I mean, uh, <laughs> from what it looks like, uh, I, I, I don't know. Can holograms? Do holograms? Um, flagellate? Eat or drink? Uh, so no. Okay. But where I am, uh, not not. Where I am in real life, I mean, I guess. Uh, I'm What's the difference? Fish. Heard that. Uh, where my physical body is, I am drinking, and so it's coming through okay. the hologram. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad because I was, I was going to offer your holographic projection um, a holographic drink, but if you already, if you already have some in, in uh, your corporeal body. Yes, okay. I do. Very good. Good to go. Okay, so uh, there's, there's a book that exists in the galaxy yep. um, called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip K. Dick, the uh, Earth author... <laughs> Wrote yeah. this in 1968, and uh, and uh, it's a uh, who knows. It's maybe a classic. It might not be, but oh, it uh, it's probably a classic. The uh, the other thing that we have to discuss, uh, which I think we should just hop into both at the beginning, is the film Blade Runner, mm-hmm. directed which by is a classic. Yeah, it undoubtedly unquestionably. So. Yes, uh, Harrison Ford, best known for being a president of the United States, at least during the film Air Force One. <laughs> so he was short, short-lived president of the United States of America, which I'm told is, is an Earth uh, amalgamation of mm-hmm. uh, territory? Mm. States? States. You, okay, of course. States, yes. Um, which, who knows what that means. But, yeah, so Harrison Ford... One of the leaders of these collect these amalgamation of states um, turns into a bounty hunter. You mm-hmm. got to start from somewhere. He started from there. So yeah, his origin story really. Mm-hmm. Uh, director Ridley Scott made this in 1982, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it's uh, loosely based, I suppose, on on the Philip K. Dick book "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, starring starring Harrison Ford. Uh, and and Edward James almost so essentially you have you have Han Solo and Here. and Admiral Adama r- r- killing killing androids together. Yes, we did we did talk about Star Wars, so we don't, I mean that's that's actually a propos of, of, of a thing already. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to mention that. You know what that is exactly. Um, yeah, I, Han Solo. I get the other guy, not so much. Well, I didn't. We'll get to Battlestar Galactica. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. If if I'm here and I'm talking right. about science fiction, right. don't worry. I will not leave that stone unturned. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I was I was worried. I'm okay now. Yeah. Don't don't you worry. All my fears are alleviated. In fact, if there's probably should be a safety word if I if I bring up too much. What do you think it should be? Um. Something that we're not going to say today during the over. Android? Would that Ooh. be a good one? Or... Ooh. Do you think we'll we'll mention those at all? Um, well, I don't know. I'd uh, say no. Okay, okay. Well, I'd, say, then... I'd say a solid no. Okay. We're not going to say that. Okay, so uh, let's let's say that's our safety word for when I start talking about Bowser Galactica too much. Okay. Okay, so androids. <laughs> so, of course. <laughs> yeah, foundation of this, yeah, of both pieces of art. Mm-hmm. Both this book and the... And then, uh, boom. So I'll, I'll try to summarize here uh, based on my my memory of the book mm-hmm. and also um, the interwebs, which uh, are are projected into my brain mm-hmm. uh, at, at this phase in, in time with this machine that I found here. So uh, in, oh, in the, like a computer? Yeah, oh, that's what they're yeah, called. Sure. Thanks. Maybe that should be the safe word. <laughs> okay. No, I like Android. Safe okay. Android. Oh, I'll stop talking about BSG as mm-hmm. we as we call it. 
Yes. Uh, so, um, uh, Rick Deckard, uh, Bounty Hunter. Oh, man, and it's already so different than Blade Runner. Deckard is what's called a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and his job is to retire. Um, you all can't see all the vicious air quotes I'm doing, but I did those around bounty hunter and around retire. You want to cut the legs off that spider? Ooh, let's talk about that. Because I can't, because I am not, I'm an ethereal form. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, uh, you all, you all listening can't see this, but uh, there's some kind of eight-legged uh, creature climbing across my podcast desk at this very moment, mm. and uh, Holographic Projection John has just noticed it, but is is helpless. Yeah. <laughs> is physically helpless to do anything about it. Well, at the same time, it doesn't bother me so much. If it's poisonous, I will not be afflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, you might try and fuck with my holographic self, though. Are you ethically opposed to it? Uh, because that's that will come up in this conversation. You know, I don't want to be one of those guys, but mm-hmm. I think all beings should only have two legs. That's just me. <laughs> that seems pretty yeah. earth, earth. Anything, anything more than that, it's like, get out of here. What are you trying to What are you trying to pull? Are you just saying that it's just it's just too many? You're not you're not. Uh, well, I mean, it's yes, just unnecessary in, in, in the way in the way that it's too many. It's like they're probably lesser lesser beings. <laughs> is what I mean. Galaxy, you decide. Falls <laughs> in your court. <laughs> uh, Rick Deckard has to retire, aka kill. Um, uh, androids, these, uh, these, uh, what, Nexus 6 androids, uh, they, they look like people, uh, but there's ways to test to find out if they are people, or human, I should say. Um, throughout, throughout, do androids dream of electric sheep? He kills a whole bunch of them, and at the end of the book, he's killed all of them. Yes. <laughs> Now, throughout the book, uh, questions arise related to um, the the difference between these androids and humans as being one essentially of empathy, uh, humans having empathy, and androids not having empathy. And um, one of the examples of that is is how they relate to animals, which is why the spider crawling across my desk right now uh, uh, makes makes perfect sense to talk about. Right, and that's yeah. I mean, there's a talking point there because uh, androids do have two legs, so what's the big deal? We should accept them. Uh, yeah, you know, that's how I feel. Do you think that? Do you think that? Do you think that the the androids in this book are, uh, you know, should just be left alone? We should just stop messing with them. And... Uh, I mean, there's that option. There's also copulation with them, right? Which happens actually. Yeah. Rick. Rick is, I think, you know, he's sort of a hero of mine for that reason. Uh huh. I mean, why not? Right. Crossing the. Two uh, two two plus two equals four. <laughs> Uh, it takes two to tango. Uh huh. Two can make the world go round. Yes. So it takes two, baby. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so two beings, four legs, four play, fornication. <laughs> As they say. That's how you get there. As they say. Yeah. Um, Any more than that, get, get out of here. <laughs> Not worth your time. Right. They don't call it eight play. 
They don't. They really don't. It's two beings, four legs, four play. That, that comes across as a weirdly, um, never mind. All right. Oh. Back on track. Um, uh, no, there was, there was somewhere when I was, when I was thinking about this book, um, earlier today, there was, boy, there was something, gosh, that, that scene actually came up in my mind and, and now, gosh, I, I can't quite, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll, I'll be reminded of it later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I think maybe just the, the idea that, uh, that you've brought up a lot in talking about the book that, um, Philip K. Dick um, not exactly, not exactly known for his, like, uh, let's say descriptive scenes, um, uh, you know, setting the stage. It's, it's very like, this is this, and then this is this. Yeah, things happen pretty rapidly in old mm -hmm. PK Dick's world, uh, as I've seen. Um, uh, I gotta look something up. Okay. Well, which is which is podcast gold. Can I set this? I'll set the stage for you then. What you you look up and I'll. I don't know. I think we should just let them wait. If anybody's listening, they should have to wait for listen. Listen to me. Uh, try and find it. Don't make sound. Just just the clickety clack of holographic computers. Um. Well, I, I I will say. Oh yes. Okay. All right, found it. Just um, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Wait. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is chapter 12 of Do Andrews Dream of Electric Sheep? Um, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. Are you going to read this in selection? Read so you tell... Okay, this is, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to read exactly what Philip K. Dick wrote. You tell me... Um, whether or not Rick has conscious thought, <laughs> or if he's, Rick, or if, maybe if he's an android. Rick, the supposedly human bounty hunter. Supposedly human okay. bounty hunter. In quotes, over to the museum, the stagehand studied the ID card. She said she wanted to take in the exhibit of Edward Munch that's there now, that's there now. It ends tomorrow. And Lou Beluft, Rick thought to himself. Ends today. Uh, emphasis, the, I mean, the, the voice switch, that was mine. I ended mm-hmm. that. But, you know, I, you're, you're going you're gonna to kill something that, you know, it approaches human, human levels of intelligence. Yeah. Has two legs. Uh, and, <laughs> and that's your thought. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty snappy, you know, it ends tomorrow. <laughs> Good one. Mm-hmm. And little lift, Rick thought to himself. And today, uh, <laughs> man, uh, yeah. I downloaded some some uh, collegiate, you know, like roughly this this era of um, so roughly the nineteen nineteen eighties or nineteen sixties. Sixty eight is when uh, yeah some some co- collegiate level English English course um, vernacular, mm-hmm. and they called it, they would call that a clunker. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my perspective, uh, I think Philip K. Dick has got 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 to have better better than that. Yeah. Or Rick does. Maybe it's Rick's fault. And right. He's a real person, but just doesn't doesn't think too deeply on stuff. Yeah. I yeah, I, I I agree that uh, yeah. Well, one Philip K. Dick. Yeah. Well, the books and the short stories are amazing. There's things like this that uh, definitely 
not a lot of adjectives, for instance, right. in old Philip K. Dick world. Yes. Uh, he he gets to the point, and and so you you brought up uh, you brought up something that I'd like to talk about actually. Uh, so <clears throat> so the whole premise of these Nexus Six androids mm. is that they do approach. Uh, what we would what we would describe as human, uh, just looking at them, mm-hmm. or for Two the legs. most part, yeah, which we've established is the highest the form, best number of legs. Yep, that's uh, um, he's, he said that, not me, for the record. Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if you if, uh, only exception, mm. human amputees. If you you know, ah uh, yes, right, of course. Okay. That's it, though. Okay. That's all I'm willing to give. So, uh, uh, so looking at it, they look human. We can't quite tell the difference. And um, and and as we do move into the book, you know, there's a a little bit. I think maybe later, just in the book or in the chapter, I can't even tell where uh, where Deckard is maybe being slightly reflective about it, although it's still I'm just I'm looking at this quote that I wanted to pull up that was gonna redeem him, but it's it's uh one, two, three, four, five, six counting seven. Also, also podcast gold. Yeah. So you guys got that? I counted one. to seven just now. Ooh. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Seven. Thanks, count by count. count, count. Um, my fingers. <laughs> seven fingers. My my legs. I was just counting my seven legs. Oh my god! You, I couldn't even tell. You can't see because I'm at this desk. <laughs> my holograph eyes aren't so good these, these days. Um. So I I was going to read this quote where where Decker is being a little bit reflexive later after he's after he's just uh ended today Luba left. Mm. Um, but it's still it's still a clunker of a of a inter. Or no, it's an, it's a it's a he's saying this he's saying this out loud. Okay. It's literally on the page, two lines, but it's seven very small sentences. Okay. Um, again, no no. Well, there's one adjective I found it. Uh, he he says, well, one is one has a semicolon, so I guess it's six sentences. Sure. They can use androids. Period. Much better if Andy's do it. Period. I can't anymore, semicolon, I've had enough, period. She was a wonderful singer, period. <laughs> the planet could have used her, period. This is insane, period. Nice. And so... Yeah, he, Rick is, uh... No nonsense. No way. Uh, just like Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah. You're president. Yeah. Good job, USA, of however, roughly nine hundred years past. Yeah, we're in the future, by the way, projecting this um, into your present. Mm. You know, it's, yeah, it seems like it's going to be the, those are the people living in in your time exactly that are going to appreciate this the most. Uh, there's been 900 years of pop culture since, but this this seems like the interesting stuff to us. <laughs> it seems like the good stuff. So, uh, so. Uh, 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 since you brought up Harrison Ford, let's talk a little bit about Blade Runner. So, uh, some of the differences immediately emerge. Well, so, can yeah. I continue? One's a book and one's a movie. Oh, right. You have to read one of them, and the other one uh, is projected somewhat like a hologram in front of you. Now, when you say book, you might explain book to to our listeners. Okay. 
Well, you know, they, I feel like they should understand. These these are relics from their time. Oh, right. Um, as far as I know, a book is a thing uh, that, you know... It's a thing. It's I a just, thing. Okay. It is a thing. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that one up. You're welcome. Okay. So, it's uh, not a holographic projection. Oh, what I'm saying. right. It's okay. Okay. So I'm like a book and you're like a movie in this scenario. Uh, as far as I know, yes. Okay. But we'll let them decide. Okay, I'm made of paper. Awesome. I have seven legs, and I'm made of paper also. So, okay. like a book. All right. Um, uh, at, at the start of Blade Runner, well, let's say at the start of Duandra's Journal Electric Sheep, we find out that Deckard is a bounty hunter. He's, he's earning his stripes. The mm-hmm. old guy has just gotten shot, and he's in the hospital. Can the young guy rise to the occasion? Right. Whereas we start Blade Runner, and uh, I'm the old bounty hunter. I'm going to... That was my Harrison Ford point. Good. Okay. Get me, off my plate. Let me try it again. Again, from the movie where he was your president. Okay. I guess, yeah, I have to channel either that or um, Han Solo to do this at all. Um, you know. Sure. I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of them. You know, Pretend that this task ahead of you is Greedo. You gotta mm. be first, my friend. That's right. That's correct. You first. Which is the correct version of uh, yeah. Okay. So just do do what you do. Shoot first. Think later. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? It did the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. Falcon? Is that what I said? Falcon. <laughs> Falcon. The the uh, Falcon. <laughs> the Vulcan. <laughs> the Vulcan. Fal- Millennium Vulcan. Falcon. 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 I'm sure I'm from, I'm from the the Midwest of the sh- galaxy. I pop culture 900 years ago. I'm the, I'm from the galactic Midwest, sure. and so I, I I you know enunciate that things like that. Maybe it'll mean something to our listeners. So uh, okay, so at the beginning of Blade Runner, though, uh, this this Harrison Ford Deckard is the uh, the the old retired bounty hunter. Coming back out of retirement for one last case after he eats some vaguely Asian-looking food in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, so right right there, we've, we're sort of setting the stage for this, like, cinematic experience. Um, and, you know, a few things are different. So I think the word, I think we decide, well, Blade Runner, mm-hmm. for instance, is never mentioned in the book. And I don't think, looking again, I don't think the android is ever actually used in the movie. They right. call them replicants. Yes, not even Andy, which is which is said a lot in the book. Exactly. How, how many times would you say it's used? Uh, Fifty-eight. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, please, listeners, uh, tell tell me I'm wrong. Look at look at read through the book. Yep. Tell me that I'm wrong. Yep. I'm not. That's uh, so. Uh, every every episode of the of the podcast, we like to have a, a listener challenge. <laughs> and this, this, this week, this week's, but it's only ever going to be how many times a word is said in the book. Yeah, and uh, and, we're, and we're never going to be wrong. So read the book, look for the word Andy. Fifty eight times. Count them. Count them up. It's like guessing the jelly beans in the jar. Yes, and, except uh, 58 is the right answer. <laughs> we tell you the right answer, and you try and prove prove that there's more or less jelly beans in that jar. You, you, there's not. 58 <laughs> times. Exactly right. Listener we have, challenge. We have superior technology. That's true. So get out of here.
Here, let me just do this. Listener challenge. Sound effect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holographic John. That was the sound effect machine. Oh, you, you literally hit the button four times on the sound effect machine. That's true. I hit the pew it button. It always has the correct sound Here, effect. Let me, let me try it again. Pew! 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 <laughs> All right. Check that out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little delayed the last few. Yeah, I'm going to have to get it tuned. No, no, no. Exactly. I'm going to get, I'm gonna have to get the, uh, the sound effect tuner over here soon. Right. Yeah. Well, so there's there's a couple things here. At at the I think that the ending of the film and the book actually are significantly different in interesting ways. Right. And one maybe you're flipping through the other one you just <laughs> one all the lights in the theater come up. Yeah, and then you just leave. I'm yeah. Cold. So yeah. You, yeah. You <laughs> toss away your husk of popcorn mm-hmm. bag with all the burnt pieces at the bottom. Um, and the other, yeah, the other, you just shut and leave wherever you are. <laughs> it, the book, the book. Oh, the book, yeah. Yeah, you just That's leave right. that where it is. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take it anywhere with you ever again. <laughs> you just throw it against the wall, and there it is. Yeah. So, uh, you get to the end of Do Andrews Room Electric Sheep, and, uh, basically at that point, well, basically at the end... Deckard, like, I killed the one, and then I killed the other, and then guess what? I killed the last one, too. And then he does find, you know, a frog jumping around when he drives away, but it's just a mechanical frog. I think that the, the climax, though, really is is just killing all those androids. Um, well, you can, you can, in a second, rebut that. At the end, I will. Please do. All right. At the end of Blade, uh, Blade Runner, um, Deckard is, you know, fighting it out on the rooftops with this last android. And uh, this android, actually, when, when Deckard, you know, Harrison Ford, how many how many times in movies do you think he's he's dangled off the ledge of something? Uh, that I do not have an exact number okay. for, if you're asking. Well, let's let's look that one Listener up. Listener challenge! Listener challenge! Sound <laughs> effect! Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, I guess I can stop saying sound effect since I have this machine. Right. Okay, yeah. listener challenge. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, he's, he's dangling he's, off the ledge. He's a dangler. Yeah. As they say. They do. They have. I don't know if they do anymore. Surely in some Indiana Jones, he dangled off ledges, right? Mm, I'm going to say, yeah, probably. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. And uh, this android, though, the, the, way he, the way he gets out of it this time... Mm-hmm. So this android actually helps him back up onto the roof, doesn't let him fall right there. Sure. And then this android is very injured and has this, like, long, you know, climactic speech about something, and then he just dies. Mm-hmm. He, Decker doesn't actually shoot him in the movie version. Right. Which I think is an interesting twist. So, rebut me. Uh, well, uh, the thing I have to rebut is, is the fact that you said in the book when... The uh, Android side's a climax, but put a pin in that. Be right back. Yep. Um, at the end of the book, uh, I don't think that the Android died of grievous injury. I believe that he just he reached his four-year lifespan. Limit. Oh, there's that. That was an idea. He was programmed mm-hmm. that because uh, in this weird dystopian mm-hmm. future 
set up by the movie. Um, That's right. You know, we have to give androids uh, or or these sort of these robotic humanoids. Uh, we have to give program them failures mm-hmm. so that humans can feel adequate. Mm-hmm. Um, which <laughs> we know how that goes. We're not going to spoil it for anybody, but <laughs> we put that one to bed. <laughs> um, but yeah, the climactic speech in the movie is mm-hmm. something like. Uh, yeah, you want to recreate it right here, right now. Like tears in rain. I don't remember what he says before that, which is actually really important to the context. But, but you got it. That, that was, is the last that thing good. he says. That's yeah. the last thing he says. And then he powers down. Uh, yeah, which you know, the semi, you know, the, the humanoid robots of these days would just laugh at that scene exactly. because of. Yeah, you, you know, we know. Clearly, we're not going to spoil the nine hundred years of yeah. nine hundred years of spoilers. You guys are get that away. You're going to love it. Let me just <laughs> say that. Hilarious when they when they pass away. Yeah, it's man, <laughs> comedy gold. Um, anyways, they well, well, okay. So that's that's something we didn't we didn't bring up, um, but I, I think it's worth pursuing. So in um, Do Stream Electric Sheep and in Blade Runner. Um, these robots have a lifespan programmed into them. Mm-hmm. This is where um, I'm going to I'm going to go there. I'm going to go back to Battlestar Galactica no. because this is Android. An, I didn't say Android. it, so it doesn't count. <laughs> Android. <laughs> All right, uh, Cylon. Ever heard of him? Ever heard of it? I um, okay. Well, here's 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 one of the reasons I wanted to read Do Android's Room Electric Sheet because the premise is similar as Battlestar Galactica, which I adore, as the entire galaxy knows. Mm. Um, Billboards everywhere. <laughs> Your face on it. Just, I adore Battlestar Galactica. Thumbs up. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. And it's just some it's some crappy, um, like, drawings I made of Edward James almost <laughs> with, like, hearts around them. Yeah, don't know who that is. Yep. Good. But I've seen, I've seen them. Yeah. Because, you know, I exactly. like Billboards, too. <laughs> Just as susceptible to advertising as any other, any other. Well, so here's here's the premise. (laughs) Do they have uh, billboards for four-legged and three-legged creatures? Don't even get me started. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, uh, androids um, in uh, do androids stream electric sheep? I know I said the safety word. Get off my back. Uh, Literally, your holographic projection. Kind of tickle you on my face. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, these ethereal fingers don't work so well. That's right. Okay. Um, Clumsy. So it, uh, the, the difference that they can use to detect the difference between humans and androids is this empathy test. What uh, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. That is the test. Yeah, so, they, so the androids don't have empathy, whereas humans do. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of it, you know, it is a little bit dissatisfying in that, like, okay, they're all, they're all gone. In Battlestar Galactica, um, the Cylons are sort of the similar, you know, um, premise. Your, your hologram is, like, fierce rolling its eyes. Can holograms actually, like, roll their eyes more than, than That's corporeal? That's actually the, the only benefit of being a hologram <laughs> is that when I roll my eyes to the back of my head, I can actually see behind, behind my holographic self. Wow, well, this is yeah. something fierce. Right? Yeah. I wanted to see what's going on back there. Yeah. Check out your digs. This is actually a pretty nice spaceship. Yeah, you know, I, I mostly found it this way, but obviously I've reupholstered the chairs. Sure. I mean, you don't get that um, <laughs> Corinthian leather just, just anywhere. Oh, no. You get it from Corinth. You have to go to Corinth. Which is a 
planet far, far away mm. in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Correct. Thank You've you. been there. No, it's oh, too far. Oh, yeah, okay. It's too far. <laughs> well, that extra far. I'm very lazy. So Cylons, um, I, I mean, I can basically just recreate, you know, the, the opening title sequence in which there's some text and like dun, 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 uh, music. That's what that sure. was. Oh, that, I, was, that was the, the sound effect. The sound effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's dun, nice. Dun, 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 that sounds dun. exactly the same as I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Cylons were created by man. Um, they evolved. And then I, this is where I have to deviate from how students to explain it. So they... I mean, the, just lucky for them they didn't evolve more than two legs. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, they evolved and now... They they look like us. They look mm. like humans. Sure. So when we built them, they were these clunky centurions. I was like, oh, that's obviously a robot. Mm-hmm. But then they evolved, and so they look exactly like humans. Um, as the series progresses, I mean, obviously, you know, people are like upset about that. But it turns out that that the essential difference and why Cylons, um, for instance, have been able to have a child, is because they they have never loved. They don't have love. Mm-hmm. And, of course, over time, they, they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, so in that, though, like, at the end of... By the time you get to the end of the series, there's, like, this new humanity created in which uh, humans and Cylons sort of, like, start over and and they're, they're, they're just, like, a new, a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Cylons actually are sort of, like, redeemed through the whole thing. Um... I was, I was going somewhere with this. Uh, yeah, hopefully back to the movie and book we're talking about. Oh, Am I right? that's right. I think... I, think, I feel like... like sound effects. Yeah. I think what you time. just... Here, let me let me play another one that we used to use a lot in the mid-90s on Earth. Debo! <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you that would. no sense to me. Oh, well. Uh, if you had been on Earth in the 90s. Well, the 1990s, excuse me. I'm glad I wasn't. I heard this, yeah, some bullshit there. Sucks. Didn't mean to offend any of your listeners. Well, yeah. I mean, 98 Degrees was there. Four-legged lovers. <laughs> well, oh, here's here's where I was going with that. Um, and what I'd, what I'd like to ask you about. Um, sure. So there's this, this premise out there, and I have not done my entire research on it, but the idea of the uncanny valley. Mm. Um, you heard of it? I've been there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird place. Yeah, it's terrifying. So the premise of the uncanny valley is that as non-human things, whatever that is, but but robots is the classic example. Classic. Yeah. Nine hundred years of classic. At least. So as as robots or other any other thing approaches. Um, human features. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the more they look like, at some point, all robots are cute. Like when they just look like little R two D two. Yeah, they're adorable. Yeah, but then they approach a certain level um, where they're like terrifying or revolting, and that's mm-hmm. when they look. That's that's the uncanny valley that I know. That's the uncanny they're valley. All, a lot of a lot of kind of terrifying mm. almost human robots. Yeah, tell me about it. But then but then as you pass that, you get back into like actual people or whatever. You can let me show you this graph here. So, this podcast. They, they do this they do this with animation. 
with animations as well as robots. So this was a pretty good one because on the one side there's empathic response, which relates to what we're talking about, mm -hmm. and the side's realism. So the curve works like it goes up, it's like cute, 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 and then you get to the Polar Express, terrifying, Ooh. and then you get back to a real person. But I, I'm curious about how this relates to like Blade Runner or Bowser Galactica or other things because in that case, the android Cylons, whatever, look exactly like people. Sure. And so, how do we how do we respond to them? You know, so R two D two, super cute. Mm -hmm. He's adorable little robot. Right. C three PO. C three PO, little little bit unsettling, right? Because sure. he's a little bit too close to human. Right. You know, too many languages too. So many I, languages. I can't, I, I can't like. Say something behind his back ever. No you way. Know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Have you tried? Uh, didn't work. Yeah. Do you like pistol whip you? <laughs> no, he's, he's, I mean, he's kind of, no, 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 okay. strong or intimidating fellow. That's but, right. But I still, still felt bad. Yeah. Saying it. So, um, what, yeah. Well, so that's why I'm, so like in, in uh, Blade Runner, for instance, they basically look exactly like humans. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Bowser Galactica. They absolutely they do. They start with, you know, that's where two you, feet on the ground. That's where you look first. Yes. Not their legs, clearly. Right. Uh, two feet on the ground. And then after that, I mean, honestly, for me personally, after that point, it's like, I'm, I'm on their side. <laughs> so this doesn't affect me so much, but uh, but I can sort of see what you're saying. Well, okay. Well, let's do this. Let's do, um, let's do a robot... Hot or not? Uh, yes. So, ready? So, well, let's just... I'll, I'll start. You say. Uh, we'll start with R2-D2. Hot or not? Hot. Give me one. Uh, a robot or anything? Let's start with robots, and then we'll see where it goes. Okay. Uh, how am I thousand? Ooh. Uh, how many legs does he have? I Who would, knows? I would... I would, ooh, that's a good one. Thank uh, you. Not, thank you. Thank you. I would say just looking very hot, very right. sexy. Single eye, big, uh -huh. big glowing eye. Yeah. Exactly. Super, super like clean and smooth, very mm -hmm. sexy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Wally. Hot. Okay. Two, I mean, you have to, you have to like, Assume their feet, their feet, two feet on the ground, hot. <laughs> Eve from this, from the same film. Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this device to look, at, look at a picture. Sure. No, I can't just search. Eve. Yeah. Doesn't work. From the creators of all humankind, Adam and Eve. Oh, 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 oh! Super hot. How many legs does she have? That's what I thought. Hoppers above the ground. Zero legs. I don't care. Not. Hot. Not. Okay. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. I don't. How we're I different. agree that you're wrong. Well, that's how we're different. Okay. One of us. One, one of, us. of us is right and the other one's wrong. <laughs> um, that's uh, the robot from uh, from um, Lost in Space. I'll, I'll show you. Don't worry. Oh, this uh, new question. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Man, there's probably nothing better for, for podcasting to 900 years in our past 
than listening to typing. Uh, not one leg. That's I'm. That's a, like a trunk. One foot. <laughs> yeah. One two legs. Yeah. Not enough legs. So not. Not. Okay, I I agree with you. Thank you. A little too a little too close to home. Um. Uh, what other what what else we got? I mean, I could I could talk about. The, the 900 years post what they're listening to, but, you know, yeah. pulling some robots from that, those universes. Yeah, you want to try one out? Uh, Ooh, these are weird. Mm, oh. How about, yeah, so, you know, from 300 years ago, the show, um, Millie Vanilli, uh, Mildred Bonk, the robot. Why are you always looking stuff up? Why you was typing? Were you typing in that box? Um, I'm uh, in the typey box. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I forgot that your holograph projection sees everything. Yeah, I mean, I, my eyes roll around. Um, I, I would say I would say not. Two legs. You're wrong. Oh, really? Yep. It's that easy. But but that's that's where that's where we disagree. Is is what I'm saying is that when they approach humankind, or that's what that's not what I'm saying because I have one that I want to talk about. That. Anyway. We should just look at headshots, probably, if we're going to do, you know, if we empathize with them or not. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that that's where we're different, is that your your whole deal is mm-hmm. two legs or not. Right. <laughs> Bipedalism. Bipedal or bust. Bipedal-centric. Bus. Yes. Yeah. Bipedal or bust. Centricism. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You get it. I, I do now. I thought you were talking about... Two legs or busts. No. But now I get Five it. Bipedal and busty uh, is ideal, sort of. If we're talking about hot or not, but... Okay, now we're on the same page. Okay. So, I mean, I, I think that, like, the... The, um, the... Well, replicants. Mm. Vicious air quotes. In Blade Runner. Those were vicious. Yeah. They reminded me of raptor talons from the film Jurassic Park. <laughs> Um, oh man. So, um, sorry. You're forgiven. Okay. The people 900 years, you know, in the, in the past, they might they not might forgive you so much. All right. Well, so anyway, so in, so in Bowser Galactica, I'm just going to go there. Android. <sighs> the, uh, here's, here's the, um, the like primary Cylon. She's okay. a robot. Okay, but I so this is this is my question on the on the theory of the uncanny valley. Okay, so she looks completely human. Yes. Um, and so does she because of that? I mean, I think that this is maybe this is maybe why they can like create this like new humanity that passes surpasses this uncanny valley because on that chart it's like okay, super cute, super cute, super cute terrifying, mm-hmm. but then we're back in the human realm, where it's like, it's right. okay. Back on the other side. So in this case, I mean, is this is this what it takes? Is this what it takes to, like, exist with robots? They have, I, I don't okay. know. He, uh, so when you ask that question, you're assuming that I am a, a 900 year in the yeah. past. Okay. For the sake of our podcasters. Yeah, I mean, we know. It's almost hilarious how much more we know than them. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So hypothetically, is that what is that what it what it should take for mm-hmm. 
And you know, who knows? Maybe maybe we're actually ushering in whatever their response would be. So I actually feel exactly. more responsible for this than maybe I even should. Well, choose your words carefully. Okay. Um, it, yeah, I suppose. I suppose you know, I've never I've never been such an ancient creature, um, an ancient human. But I imagine, yes. Uh, you know, I think that there are certainly people that can. Um, Maybe not empathize, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not empathize with things within that uncanny valley, Mm -hmm. but can even, you know, at least want to um, enjoy their company. Exactly. There's there's the real doll thing from from those years ago. There was all kinds of weird sex dolls and weird um, kinks there, uh, which had to do something more with power, I think. Mm -hmm. But... uh, but yeah, something that's probably equally as smart as you, mm-hmm. um, but is uh, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, yeah, it yeah. probably has to be. I mean, I guess the question would be, um, in terms of trying to develop a society that was equal, mm-hmm. uh, even before the Uncanny Valley, it seems mm-hmm. like it flattens out to being part of, like within the, the valley, yeah. if you're trying to, you know sort of coexist with this right. this life form. It, it can't look, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like existing with them being this cute, yeah. um, vicious air quotes on, on my holographic mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. Um, it still seems like it would be tough to, to get along with them. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, think it's a, I think it's actually a sticky question because um, on the one hand, uh, you know, do we, do we essentially have to um, holographic projection, John, is, is measuring in one hand right now, just for the listener. So, um, uh, do, essentially, I mean, do we have to, like, do they have to be um, an, an other to us? Or, I mean, do we have to essentially, like, can we exist with them? I guess we can when they're other, mm. when they're QR2D2. Sure. And we can exist... When they're when they're us essentially maybe yeah it's not, this, not, not even weird... just existing with them yeah. it's like um, can we like when when are we comfortable feeling like sort of equal to yeah them? right because you know yeah. we can let almost anything coexist that doesn't look anything like us uh, for sure except if, unless they have eight legs or, or more than two I guess you know, right they, well, those should all be eradicated but but uh, you know if we're talking anything that has two legs then. Um, yeah, it does not have to look really anything like me, except the two-legged thing. Um, and yeah, I'm totally okay with coexisting with it. As far as feeling equal to something, uh, if it doesn't look quite a bit, if it doesn't resemble me quite a bit, uh, I'm not, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be down with it. Yeah, it's interesting, because it, it really is in the question of love, um, or, which I think is a little bit stronger than empathy in, to some extent, mm. because, <clears throat> well, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the thing in, in Do Androids from Electric Sheep, where you maybe get empathy, and we talk about animals a lot, like, mm. there's the sheep we can care about, there's the owls, there's the spider, um, but, uh, but then in some of these others, where you have, like, the actual humanoid robot, um, like is is one empathy from them or like love for them a possibility? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, we know how this will all play out. <laughs> yeah, but, guys. Um, 
Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that the difference between the book and the movie on that particular um, point where mm-hmm. in, uh, in the book, and this is, uh, I remember I said we're going to stick a pin in this. Yeah. I'm going to go back to oh, this. Oh, yeah. Uh, the time when the final three androids are retired, mm-hmm. uh, vicious air quotes, um, are put in, it's put in the book, it, it takes less than a page, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas, you know, consideration of cutting the legs off of and not even necessarily killing um, a spider. That's right. Is, uh, which, I mean, clipping off legs to two seemed like the smart move to me. But, um, <laughs> but, but that moment in the book is given a lot more time than killing, than retiring That's right. for three robots. Um, versus in the book, um, Deckard, uh, you know, copulates with the, the android, yep. or the replicant, yep. with, with a, a replicant. Um, and so I feel like the, the resolution by the different, you know, by the, per- the person who wrote the book, Philip K. Dick, and Ridley Scott, if I remember directed, right, yep. who directed the, the movie, which who knows who wrote the, the screenplay, yeah. um, it seems like the resolution of the movie uh, is a lot more on the side of, oh, maybe these, uh, maybe these things which were very close to us in both the way they look and the way that they think, in some cases they're actually you know, a lot, quite a bit brighter mm-hmm. than, uh, than humankind at the time. Uh, yeah, it seems like they're given a lot more consideration uh, to that question of, you know, how valuable are they mm-hmm. uh, versus versus the humankind. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting in either, in either case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do we go from here? Well, wow. We Let's just, just pause for a little, quite a bit longer. Okay, let's do that right now. Okay. Um, we are going to each take, I'm going to take a drink of my uh, actual drink in where, where I am, uh-huh. uh, not where I'm be- being beamed into. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's cheers. I'm going to, well, I can only cheers your holographic representation. Right, yeah. So. Gambe. Gambe. All right. <clears throat> Those of you that don't know, uh, China ends up taking over the entire planet within a few years, mm-hmm. and Gambe is the only acceptable way of saying cheers anymore. That's correct. What we're speaking is an outmoded and um, rarely used uh, language, in fact. Uh, I'm, I'm Eng- English? Mm. Yang- Yanglish? I think that's what it was called in the local dialect. Sure. But um, uh, they'll get it. They'll that's get it. right. Uh, it, yeah, we. I mean, you know, not a lot of people speak this, so you you should feel lucky. Yeah, and if we stumble over pronunciations uh, like like a falcon, uh, please forgive us. It's it's a uh, it's a tradition we're trying to keep alive. Right. <laughs> the last bastion of the English language. <laughs> that's correct. It's right here on on sci-fi book cast. Right. Yeah. Are we gonna come up with a snappy name? Is it that time? Okay, it's the time to uh, to really name this podcast. Name that podcast. Hey, how'd you like that sound effect? I thought it was really good. Yeah, right. Yes. I, I think the Amazing. ending could have been resolved a little bit more. You know, uh, I don't think so. I think it was perfect. Okay. Okay. Even better. Well, uh, that's again how we're different. 
Mm. Well, okay, so here, here's, the, here's the basis that we got to work with. Mm. This is, uh, we're members of a, of a secret, uh, you know, underground um, membership uh, of, of people who are keeping the English language alive and, um, and broadcasting back to you on this, on this uh, abandoned spaceship we found at the Galactic Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call ourselves the Sci-Fi Book Club. Mm, yep. And, uh, and the way that we communicate with you all is, is through reading science fiction books of your era. And potentially watching films also from your era. Correct. And any other paraphernalia we can get our hands on. Mm-hmm. We're we're right Bombs. now we're right now wearing your wrapping papers, <laughs> rolling rolling papers, <laughs> wrapping paper. We have we have. You said you're made of paper, this, correct? I can't tell very I, well. I, I did say that. Here. There's this gigantic so can you, can stash. Because be, wrap, we we know what wrap is. Yeah, it's still exactly. the most popular form of music in the entire galaxy. Exactly, as we know through. Can the, you wrap as paper? Can you be a wrap, wrapping paper? All the time. Not now or no? Yeah, I mean, yeah or no? <laughs> only only if there's like a beat or something. Have you ever heard of beats? I yeah, I believe, believe you me. I practice okay. them often. Well, let's. Can you like lay one down? Uh, I, I can project it from my mouth. I don't know what lay one down means. <laughs> That's what, whatever orifice you use okay. to produce beats. Please, uh, please sure. okay. amplify one through the astral waves right, right now. Okay, I got to test the, the acoustics of this uh, okay. particular um, ethereal body. Okay. Okay. I'm Rick Deckard. I kill androids. You might not know about me. I became your president. Ever heard of me? Rick Deckard. Fit need to come out of retirement. I'm gonna eat my noodles first. Hang out with Edward James almost. He does some wicked origami. What? Great job. That was pretty good. Thanks. That was uh, basically you don't even need to read the book or watch the movie now because right, I, I, whole, I wrapped yeah, it just now. Yeah, rap is obviously the most um, potent uh, form of form of anything. It's the galactic language. Yeah, it's you know you know you, you this this is actually the service we're doing. Nobody has time to read a two hundred fifty page book. <laughs> you know, you want the full thing now. Next episode. Um, just get ready for That's it now. That's a good song by Dr. Dre. Yeah. The people no. 900 years ago know what I'm talking about. That's right. Shout out to him. Great uh, sound effects there. Perfect. Perfect yeah, times. Did you hear that? Um, I'm 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 figuring out this thing. I'm still gonna have to get the tuner over here. I feel like it's uh, yeah, a little bit. It's to my uh, ethereal ears. It sounds great. Well, that's fantastic. Hopefully, everyone's listening through ethereal holographic projection ears. Yeah. I, we're, when were people with holograms back then or not? Uh, uh, Nine hundred years ago. Are we talking about Tupac? Yeah, I don't. It's right about Tupac, the same time. Exactly. Well, of course, because Tupac. Spoiler alert. He's still around. Spoiler alert. He's a rapper. Yeah, you're gonna love it, guys. You're spo- you're spoiled now. Uh, we need to. We actually need to wrap up this episode of. Uh, oh, but we didn't come up. Wrap it. 
we wrap didn't. It up. We 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 will wrap you this. We will wrap this mother out. Just just one moment. We need to. Uh, we said we were. We said we were going to come up with a better name than Sci-Fi Book Club Podcast. But uh, maybe that's the thing for the next episode. Mm, yeah, nothing comes to mind. Okay. Either way. Well, uh, well, then we're gonna we're gonna sign off of this from the center of the galaxy. Right. Um, um, I'm I'm your your seven-legged paper host, uh, Brent Aldrich. My holographic projection, um, John Love, joins yeah. me from somewhere in the galaxy. Somewhere in the galaxy. Won't tell you where because we're keeping the Yanglish language alive. That's right. Um, yeah, don't come looking for me here, guys, because. Uh, don't know if my uh, hyperdrive works, right. actually. Right. All right. It's tough to be paper these days. You going to wrap us out of here, J-Love? Uh, I'm wrapping. Okay. I'm a hologram. That's holler at you for a gram of marijuana. That's a drug. I have a rug. I'm not a slug, but if I was, I'd be crawling on my body. But I'd have only zero legs, and that's naughty. Gonna be a hottie with two legs. Gonna be your body with two legs. That doesn't make sense to you because that's a word that we know and you don't know. That's a word that you want to know, but you're too old. 900-year-old Earth. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. What? Bye. Let us be lovers. We'll
open field Kathy, I'm lost, I said Oh, I knew she was sleeping I'm empty and aching And I don't know why Counting the cars on the New Jersey turnpike They've all come to look for a man 